When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in 911 Emergency Phone Calls. 2021 coming up on the program today screaming into a woman's gaping asshole plus more songs and thoughts from a brony i've uploaded my voice to the cloud to help launch a virtual timmy boo and sucking on shitsicles all coming up today this great tragedy drunken negro face cookies i'm a mommy I'm a mommy. Breathing in semen from the air does not get a woman pregnant. LOL, laugh out loud. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Yes, Tim Henson, back here with you to start a new year of Distorted View Daily. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's do this. Before that, I guess we're not getting started yet. Before we get started, I have a quick question. Maybe you guys can help me with this. Because, you know, I'm always looking for ways to improve the show, give you guys what you want. And so I have to ask, what what do you like about Distorted View Daily? I, I'm not fishing for compliments or anything, but honestly, after all of these years, I can um, truthfully tell you that I don't know why most people listen to the show. I don't know if it's for the, the news segment, if it's for the audio stuff that we play at the beginning of the show. I don't know if you guys actually like the, um, you know, like pre-recorded, like written little audio bits and sketches, you know, like the fake commercials and the simple living, you know, know, stuff like that. This is something I probably should have asked, I don't know, two or three years into Distorted View Daily, but I don't know. Things seem to be going well. Honestly, I'm able to make a living doing the show. So people are listening. I just don't know why. And, you know, when I do something that I think is really great, I get very little feedback on it. I I don't get like emails like, oh, my God, that was great. Sometimes, you know, when I, you know, I'll do something that I think is really excellent. (laughs) If I do say so myself, it doesn't happen very often, but occasionally it does happen. happen. And then I'll uh, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to turn this into a video or something, you know, really get people, you know, new people, new listeners. People, you know, come check out the show. I posted on YouTube or Twitter or something. It gets like a couple hundred views and like four comments. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. 
Now, I'm not having some sort of, like, existential crisis. Why am I here? What is this all about? No, I don't need you to email me and tell me how wonderful I am. Besides, I like the emails that start, hey, faggot. The different type of communication I'm used to. But, you know, we've had this format for a while, and uh, maybe, like, the majority of people are like, why are there three fucking news stories? It's so long. I wish Tim would only do two news stories. Or, like, who cares about retards on the internet? I don't need to hear them. Do more news stories. You know what I mean? And I know I'm never going to get a consensus. Different people like different things. But I just want to see kind of, like, what people are into. Maybe I should uh, create, like, a little poll, like a survey. The Great Distorted View Daily Listener Survey. This is something I'm talking about and will never happen, right? For, for right now, just email me, show at distortedview.com, or, leave, or call into the voicemail line, even better, 206-666-4463. Also, if you think the show is getting too long, I know there's like a sweet spot. A lot of people like podcasts that they can listen to on their morning commute. I don't want to do a show too long. You know, when I was doing the the old tell me show that the, on the telephone service, I was limited to five minutes. And then when it turned into a podcast, I thought, oh, I can really stretch my wings and fly. We're going to do a 10 minute podcast. And that's what really was the goal of DV for the first um, probably week or so before I realized I can't shut my fucking mouth. That's when the creep started. It literally, if you go back and listen to the 2004 shows, it was supposed to be like 10 minutes. And then it's like every year since it gets a little bit longer. We're up to nearly an hour every fucking day. It's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Come for the news of the weird. Stay for the audio pornography. What? It's the the, the Distorted View Show. That was one of our first little um, jingles. Not jingles, uh, sweepers. Something like that. Yeah, let me know why you listen to the show. Please, I need to figure this out, why anyone would listen to this nonsense. I do have a great program for you in my own mind. Even though it's a new year, we're sort of continuing where we left off in 2020. For some reason, bronies are making a big comeback. Played some audio of those guys recently, and now I've got some brony singing. I believe this all started uh, just a few years ago, 2018, when a brony was dared to sing a song. Hi, I'm Doug the Loremaster, and... He's saying lore master with an L, not whore master. I heard it too. And I'm back with my mini series, Brad Dares Me. Oh. In this series, Brad dares me to sing any song from my playlist on my phone. Brad's in the background, by the way. And I will sing it. Acapella, no music. Acapella, not acapella. And try to mimic the character's voice. It's not a gendered thing. Like when women sing it's not acapella and when guys sing it's acapello just a bit all acapella there will be no editing and no cuts so this is a one take one upload deal the one take fucker as richard simmons might say come on brad this is your time to shine today's song is being popular from my little pony what brad you had one fucking job and that was to announce the song you mushmouth moron but my little pony that's all i got my little pony well thanks to uh the title of the youtube video i uh, can figure out that the song is called becoming popular from my little pony for those who don't know i am a brony i love my little pony and i love the songs in my little pony 
This is a grown ass man, by the way. And this is not one of those guys like pretending to be a brony or like he likes my little pony ironically. This is a dude who wants to fuck some pony ass. And at the risk of offending so many rarity lovers out there, I'm going to sing Becoming Popular from the hit show, My Little Pony. Without the best show ever. Further ado, here goes. I'll be the toast of the town, the girl on the go. I'm type of pony, every pony, every pony should know. This cannot be one of the reasons why you listen to Distorted View Daily. I'll be the one to watch the girl in the flow. I'm type of pony, every pony, every pony should know. Becoming as popular as popular can be. Making my mark, making my mark on high society. I'm the bell of the ball, the star of the show. Yeah. You heard that right, an adult male singing, he's bell of the ball. It's interesting because after he recorded this, he went back, I'm sure he watched himself, and he thought, damn, I sound good because all of his videos since this one have been singing pretty much. And he's branched out. He's not just singing My Little Pony songs anymore. But if you are my girl, I'd make it so we'd never be apart. But my love is all I have to give. Oh, it's an old uh, Backstreet Boys song. Without you, I don't think I can live. I wish I could give the word. Well, you get the idea. Although there are some videos where he's not singing. And he expresses some concerning views. He may end up being a future serial killer. Nobody wants equality. Everyone just wants equal rights. Hmm. But equality doesn't stop at rights. You see, equality is when I get on a bus and someone hits me, I can't retaliate if it's a woman. But... If everyone wanted real equality, I'd be able to slug them back. And I'm guessing that's something you deeply, deeply desire. Equality is where when I'm standing in line, I have to let a female go before me. Fuck that. Who says you have to do that? It's one of the great things about being gay. Women serve no purpose in my life. You're a normal straight guy. You're always, you know, holding doors open for women, trying to get in their pants. Even if the woman you're holding the door open for is hideous, she might have a friend. You have to be nice because you never know who these women are, right? Plus, it's sort of ingrained in the uh, psyche of straight dudes. Gotta be nice to the woman because eventually I might need her pussy for something. Maybe it's the end of the world. She's the last cunt on earth. I don't want this bad experience hanging over us. This is how straight guys think. You know what gay guys think when they have to deal with a woman? Why should I be nice to her? Is she going to be able to provide me with dick? Is there an easy A to B straight line to cock? No? Well, then to hell with her. I don't care if she only has one item in the grocery store checkout lane. She's standing behind me, and she can wait for me to purchase my cart full of lube and condoms. All right, let's listen to some more examples here. It's just proper manners. But actual equality would be 
if you held the door open for guys? Stand in line and wait, like the rest of us. Oh. Nobody wants real equality, ever. That's true. I want whatever is going to benefit me. What's that called? Everyone just wants the perks of equality. You want real equality? Beat up a woman. I like the way this guy thinks. A man and a woman go into court. Married. The court will automatically take the female side. I understand, like, when you have a child, you, like, love them or whatever. But think about this. I don't understand why guys fight so hard to keep their kids. It's such a sweet deal guys get, honestly. Your marriage is over with now. Whatever re- whatever caused it. She cheated on you. You cheated on her. You're now a free man. You can get out there and date or fuck or whatever. You know what would complicate that, though? Children. You got to, like, spend time with them and make sure they're not alone burning down the house and stuff. These women fight so hard to keep custody of the children, but then they turn around and they get angry with their ex-husband when the guy finds a new girlfriend. You've given him the time to do that. This is what you wanted. And honestly, I've been around enough children to know, like, every other weekend is enough time with the kids. You guys who are divorced and only have, like, weekend custody every other week, you're living the good life. Count your blessings. It's enough of that fruitcake. Uh, Guys, I have some exciting news to share with you. Uh, Remember, what was it, last week, the week before, I was telling you that I was not feeling well. My head was sizzling. Or chilly or cold. I don't know. Something was going on with me. I was convinced I had um, MS or cancer or I was about to suffer a stroke or a brain aneurysm or something. While none of those things have come to fruition just yet, I know my time's about up. I have got some problems, freaks. So it occurred to me that it's time to start thinking about my legacy, which, of course, is this podcast and how I could potentially continue doing it even after I'm dead. What? You may be saying, yes, thanks to advancements in AI, neural nets, and machine learning, it is just about possible to create a virtual Tim. The first step, I feel, is um, getting my voice down. Ultimately, the goal is for a computer to think up things that I might say and then say them and pretty much record an entire episode of Distorted View Daily on its own. Now, we're not there yet. I have been, this is totally true. I have been training in AI (laughs) to to speak in my voice. It's not 100% there yet, but it's just good enough that I'm willing to share with you what, what we've been cooking up in my underground lab. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Timbot Mark 1. Hey, Free, this is Virtual Tim. I can be programmed to say anything. Just like the real Timaboo, I have no moral compass, no compassion, and I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Not bad, right? We've got a ways to go. Sometimes I almost sound British for some reason, but I guarantee you they uh, have taken my real voice and done something with it. What did they do with my voice? Have I given away the rights to my voice? I really should have read the fine print. Jiggle motherfuckers. That's not bad, right? This technology could be used for pure evil. You know, I was thinking. Hitler was right. Fuck the Jews. Heil Hitler. I'm a men-boy lover. 
Give me that sweet underage penis. Fuck BLM. Fuck BLM? No, I would never say that. I've got to be very careful with this technology. Sexual assault survivor. More like cock tease tattletales. No, sexual assault survivors are strong heroes, not cock tease tattletales. That's quite enough of virtual Tim. My mom's twat lips are swollen and chapped. Leave Patricia out of this. My name is Tim Henson, the new face of raping small animals. I'm looking at some of the options here. I can even make myself do a heavy bertation. Wife wow if a wuff so soofs you wants house us KSDFSJHFs how he are as do Holy shit, I just thought of something. You know how I have trouble pronouncing names and most words? Every time I don't know how to pronounce a word, I'll just put it into the system here and have virtual Tim say it. As an example, I found an article here about uh, Indian terrorists or something. The name uh, from someone involved in the story is Suda, S-U-D-H-A, and then some last name with a lot of weird letters, B-H-A-R-A-D-W-A-J. I would pronounce that Baradwaj. Suda Baradwaj. Let's see how I pronounce it. You know, I mean, Virtual Tim. How does Virtual Tim pronounce this? Southern Barrett Wedge. What? Southern Barrett Wedge. Southern Barrett Wedge. Oh, okay. Wow, this is really useful. So there you go. That's Virtual Tim. Tim bought Mark 1. I'm going to continue training uh, the computer with my voice, and hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll get better over time. Guys, I've got a question for you. Should I install my B-Day? I need a fresh asshole. See what I mean? It kind of thinks I'm British sometimes. I got to install me bidet. I'm going to eat a nice ham and meow this sandwich. All right. Goodbye, Timbot. Be careful you don't get AIDS, you careless fairy. <laughs> All right. Moving on now. Uh, before we get into... 9 slash 11 was an inside job by me. Okay. Tim Henson. Very funny. International terrorist slash small animal fucker. That's the second time you called me that. Egg, egg. Just gonna egg. G- 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 keep going. Waggle, waggle. Are you done? Guess what I'm doing, Ugh. Tim. Tim. What? Guess what I'm doing? Waggle, waggle. You're pretending to be me sucking some dick. It's very funny. Glurp. I'm swallowing your pudding babies. Killing your clump children gives me pleasure. I can already see this was a horrible idea. I should have known. This is from the same higher institution that created the Blackulator Caucasiatron. Fuck you, MIT. Continues to be a thorn in my side. Oh, real quick, uh, before we get into the news, I did want to share with you a piece of audio from blackpayback.com. This is where black guys fuck the shit out of white broads. It's um, a form of reparations. What was it that we promised black people, like 40 acres and a mule? How about 40 blowjobs and some tight Aryan pussy? Can we call it even then? All right, so here is a black guy. I'm sure he's going to be very gentle with this lady. So who are you? I'm Ray Black. And what do you do? I fuck throats. Well, I think we all know what we're in for. So what we have here is a woman uh, giving this uh, black gentleman a blowjob. She is uh, all the way down on his dick, and he is about to bitch slap her cheek. Not sure what that's going to accomplish. You know, she's either going to gag on it or, uh, like, bite down on his dick. This could backfire. Oh, no, I was wrong, actually. One of the few times I've been wrong on the podcast. Uh, He wasn't slapping her 
uh, cheek, he was karate chopping her throat. This is a new move for me. What happens when you karate chop the neck of a person who's giving you a blowjob? Let's find out together. She pukes on the dick. Okay. I'll never make that mistake. Wow, he's quite a character. He's like bucking like a chicken, and then saying like Pepe Le Pew. Got some gwaggle gwaggle going. Do it for the hope. You fucking. Is he getting a blowjob in honor of Hulk Hogan? Well, this just keeps getting weirder. He said something about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Hulk, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Puke all over his dick. Sweet. Hogan looking bitch. Do it for your daddy. Do it for your daddy. Do it for your daddy. Don't call Steve Austin. Yeah. Don't call. Not sure the significance of this all is. He's doing this thing where he's got like half of his dick in her mouth and he's grabbed his penis and he's just shaking it up and down. And now he's making fun of her blowjob sounds. Rude. Don't stop getting it. Don't stop getting it. Don't stop getting it. Don't stop. This would be too distracting for me to jerk off to. Guys, let me know if you're the same here. I mean, as a straight guy, you are probably just focusing on the woman sucking the dick. But it's kind of hard to focus on her when you got this guy going, Got it, got it, don't stop, get it, don't stop, Hulk Hogan! The Rock! Like, he's a retard. Like a mongoloid getting a blowjob. I wish he would shut up so I could hear her sucking dick, like making the noises. Because she's having a hard time. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm the rudest ever! It's weird. He's almost doing like a comedy routine. He fucks her in the ass. And when he pulls out, you know, her ass is kind of gaping still, but yet puckering, trying to close almost like the assholes talking. And he is just um, amused by that. I think Look at this shit. Come here. Quick. It's a hole. Hey, man, who's down there, man? You know, is Rico down there. He's, he's screaming into her butthole. Press, <laughs> Prince. Who the fuck is down there? Next time your girlfriend lets you buttfuck her, you should try this move. See if she laughs. Just scream like you're shouting down a coal mine. Hey, who's down there? It's me, Todd. 
Todd from work? Yeah, that's me. What are you doing in my girlfriend's asshole? Thought you were taking a road trip to the Grand Canyon. I think I took a wrong turn. Your car is in there too? Oh, no, no, no. We rented an RV. Got the wife and kids here too. Say hi, Gina. Your girlfriend just has a, a very nice anus. I know. My dick was just in there. Are you guys okay? Well, I think your cock dented a side panel, but our insurance should cover that. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in there. We're just really grateful that you were wearing a condom. Yeah, otherwise we would have drowned, you know. Yeah, well, let me try to help you guys out. No, we're good. It's actually really nice in here. Yeah, it kind of is like the Grand Canyon. Okay, well, you guys have fun. Let me know when you want my girlfriend to shit you out. All right, sounds good. Hey, did you see where the company picnic's going to be this year? You know what? Let's talk about that some other time. I'm staring right into my girlfriend's butthole. It's kind of creeping me out. Right, suit yourself. Come on, kids, let's go explore that polyp over there. What an interesting idea for a story. What if there were little people who lived inside the anus? The secret world of anus heady. All right, um, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, fucked up news right now. <laughs> Start the new year's off right. You know how to do that? Sign up for the Sideshow DB's member site, where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, been at this for over 16 years now. All those shows are available in the archives. You'll get access to those. Plus, more importantly, every week we do new exclusive full-length episodes of DV just for paying members. Uh, we've got a show coming up tomorrow, as a matter of fact. That is Sideshow exclusive. Uh, sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. This is how I make my living, so if you like the show, please consider supporting it. Uh, there are other ways to do that as well. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Um, you can pledge as little as a dollar over there, and there are some perks. And the Distorted View store is still open, still chock full of merchandise, store.distortedview.com. All right, three very quick stories now for stuff. A meteorologist who spends her days chasing tornadoes had revealed why you should never lick or eat icicles. Dog piss, right? Either that or, like, dirt that gets in the ice, like stuff that could harm you. Let's see. Uh, so, yes, why you should never lick or eat icicles. After a dangerous social media trend, of course, this is people on TikTok eating icicles. After a dangerous uh, social media trend sees people munching on the frozen treat. Katie uh, Nicolau, 24, from Iowa, recently uploaded a video on her TikTok account sharing the shocking news of people ingesting icicles, believing that it's a bit of harmless fun. But what they are actually eating is not just ice, but... Bird poop! Oh, I knew it was some sort of waste. But I never thought of bird poop, though. Uh, yes, what they're actually eating is bird poop, among other harmful particles, such as rubber, iron, and tar. I'm sorry. Just a few years ago, there was the trend of eating Tide Pods on cam. A little bird shit in tar seems rather mild. No problem for these kids. 
In the clip, Katie explains that icicles form from water. Oh, that's where those things come from. That is melted off the roof and run down the side of buildings, meaning it has collected many other things along the way, including animal feces. When icicles form, it's from water that melts off your roof and runs down the side of a building, she can be heard saying in the video. Well, here's the thing. You know what else is on your roof? Bird poop and lots of it. And that water picks it up, freezes it in the ice. You're eating poop. Dun, dun, dun. Speaking to JM Press, Katie, who works at Siouxland News at Sunrise, added, I've been seeing videos circulating on social media of people eating icicles. I always love telling people weather facts, and this seemed like the perfect opportunity to spread some funny, geeky knowledge. Icicles look clean and clear to the human eye, but if you put them under a microscope, you'll likely see more than just water. Okay, I love shit, man. I love shit. Well, you can go ahead and eat the icicles then. Those, those are fine for you. Mixed in with all of the air in our atmosphere are also microscopic pieces of carbon, dust, salt, and other particles. Yeah, but that means every, you know, it's on everything. All the stuff we eat has carbon, dust, salt, and other particles. Even though these are microscopic particles, it often makes people think twice about eating icicles when they hear what's trapped inside of them, Lady said. She's always been scared of germs and never eaten an icicle herself. Oh, you haven't lived. Try a pigeon shit icicle. Got a nutty, almost berry aftertaste. Katie says that, you know, although she doesn't eat ice, this is the dumbest fucking news story, by the way. It's like the, the main gist of it is don't eat icicles because they contain bird shit. Okay, and then we pepper it with some facts, how icicles are formed, other things in icicles, and that's pretty much it. That should be the end of the news story. But now we're going to we're going to do a deep dive into meteorologist Katie's life. No, she doesn't. Katie doesn't eat icicles. She's a germaphobe. OK, well, let's see. What does Katie like to eat? Oh, Katie does occasionally enjoy sticking her tongue out to catch a snowflake or two. The meteorologist is fascinated by snowflakes, particularly by snow needles. She said it can literally snow needles. This is a type of snowflake structure that is referred to as needle snow because why? Well, it resembles small needles. Don't worry, they can't hurt you. Whew, thank God. I was really worried there for a second. Katie, you had me so scared. She says, don't worry, they can't hurt you. They're very fragile and melt almost instantaneously when they land on your skin. Katie's got other snow facts for you. There are 35 different structures that snowflakes can have, and they all tell different stories about what's happening up in the clouds. Can you believe we've got like 10 paragraphs left in this news story? The headline really is meteorologist warns against eating icicles and then hyphen bird poop. We've veered so far away from, from that main point. Do you want to know the best thing about being a storm chaser? According to Katie, it's that she's able to continue working during the pandemic as the activity is already socially distanced. Oh, my God, Katie, you're just living a charmed fucking life. Everything's coming up roses for Katie. She's sailing through this pandemic. Good for you, Katie. During the pandemic, Katie also began creating forecasts for her favorite fictional places. Kind of veering away from her news roots making shit up now sorry that doesn't sit well with me you're a meteorologist 
Stick with stick to what you know. I don't care what it's doing in Narnia. I call them fandom forecasts, and they've quickly become one of my favorite things. This bitch needs to be fired. I forecasted for planets in the Star Trek and Star Wars universe, every nation in the world from the show Animaniacs, and for video game worlds like Pokemon. And we're done with Katie. How the hell did you turn a news story that has to do with consuming bird poop into something I don't want anything to do with? I'm bored to tears. I'm falling asleep over here. Thanks, Katie. Cunt. Second story we have for you today. Hey, it's like the fourth day in January, and we already have a new Father of the Year nominee, a dad in the U.S. who boasted about his parenting skills after telling his hungry nine-year-old daughter to open a tin of beans or go without food has caused outcry on social media. And I'm guessing Child Protective Services is going to look into this. After six hours, (laughs) Jesus, the child went hungry for six hours. After six hours, the child successfully opened the can and was finally allowed to eat. Gotta be honest with you, his parenting technique worked. The kid figured it out on its own. Check this shit out. Uh, So all of this was uh, relayed in now deleted tweets from the father. The dad, a podcaster. (laughs) I'm jealous of this guy now. Why can't I have a kid and then use that kid to get me in trouble? Then that trouble will get me in the news and I'll finally get some press. Guy's brilliant. Uh, The dad, a podcaster, claimed it was a victory for good parenting. Other parents accused him of neglect, while some suggested he invented the story to get attention. Certainly sounds like a podcaster. Twitter users nicknamed the father Bean Dad as the incident caused another heated debate on social media, where parenting methods are frequent cause of disagreement. John Roderick not familiar with him, uh, who is also a musician, shared the story on Saturday on Twitter, explaining that it began when his daughter asked him to make baked beans. After she, what's a, That's like a weird thing for a kid to ask for, right? It's like, you know, something a, a child in the 1800s would ask for. Daddy, I'm ever so hungry. May we crack open a can of beans? Maybe they are poor. He is a podcaster after all. After she brought him a can opener and a can of beans, he asked her how she thought a can opener worked. When she said she didn't know, he said he realized a teaching moment just dropped into my lap. Te- doesn't like teaching imply like you show the, the kid, you explain to the kid how something is done. You teach them the concepts involved. You don't just say, figure it out yourself. Explaining that he wanted his daughter to learn how to open a tin of beans, he said she tried for six hours. She was next to me grunting and groaning, trying uh, trying to get the thing. I should say that spatial orientation, process visualization, and order of operations are not things she intuits. I knew this would be a challenge. Day seven. My sweet princess is not looking so good. She has slowed down considerably. Her lips are chapped. Her eyes are red. She can barely lift an arm, but she's still trying to use that can opener. One day she'll thank... Oh, she's dead. Oh, yeah, she stopped breathing. All right. Uh, eventually she opened the tin and ate the beans. You didn't even cook the beans? What the fuck? The tweets were quickly shared widely as other users condemned the incident, suggesting it was poor parenting. 
I feel like it's super valuable to teach kids that they're not alone in the world and that there's no shame in asking other people for help and support, wrote journalist Jason Schreier. Another user suggested Mr. Roderick's approach was ridiculous and that he should simply have fed his daughter and uh, then showed her how to use a can opener. Everyone has different parenting styles. No need in shaming him. Some people did agree with this guy. He said this teaches independence and personal growth. Mr. Roderick did not reply to media requests for comment, but uh, he defended himself on Twitter, dot, 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 uh, before later deleting his account. He's probably like, oh, fuck, I am going to get investigated. I better just lay low. Smart move, Mr. Roderick. A teacher who said uh, she was a teacher. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not how to say that. A woman who said she was a teacher suggested it was a poor way to educate children. Kids learn best when they aren't hungry. We have found uh, over years of research that uh, when kids aren't starving to death, they pay more attention to shit. Everyone learns differently and different approaches uh, like a guiding hand are helpful, especially if slash when someone's struggling. Teachers are dumb. Some see this is the problem, right? You get you get a little bit of press. This is why I'm glad I don't get press. You get a little bit of press. It's negative. It's about you know starving his child, but still, it's not like he killed someone, right? But then people start looking through his past tweets, right? Some users <laughs> then also accuse Mr. Roderick of racism, sexism, and homophobia after searching through his previous tweets. His podcast co-host Ken Jennings, oh the the Jeopardy guy. We were just talking about him a few days ago. He's in trouble himself for tweets. Yeah, apparently he's he co-hosts the, the show with Mr. Roderick. What, what podcast is this? Um, he called Mr. Roderick a loving and attentive dad. He then added, there's no axis where any anti-Semitic screenshot represents any actual opinion I've ever heard from him. On Sunday, the podcast My Brother, My Brother and Me said it would no longer be using Mr. Roderick's music. Okay, Google to the rescue here. John Roderick is an American musician. He's a writer, a podcaster, and politician, just like me. Uh, he is currently the lead singer and guitarist in the band The Long Winters. Never heard of him. Was formerly a touring member of the band Harvey Danger. Okay, I have heard of them. And co-hosts of the podcast Roderick on the Line, Roadwork, Omnibus, and Friendly Fire. Never heard of any of those, but okay. Freaks, you should track him down for me because I would be honored to have his music be played here on Distorted View Daily. I would use his music as a theme song. It says right here, my brother and my brother and my brother and my brother and me used to use Roderick's song as uh, their theme. And uh, now because of this, they're not going to. I think his music would fit right in here at Distorted View Daily. People can't take a fucking joke. Just because someone writes something on Twitter, by the way, doesn't mean it's real. It could very well be exaggerated. Half the time when kids are like, I'm hungry, I want a snack. They don't really want a snack. They want junk food. And like other times they want weird shit. You know, like, I want, like, can I eat some of these? And you're like, you're holding up garbanzo beans. Do you even know what they are? No, but I want them. You know, like, kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. Teachers are dumb. Starve your kids for six hours. They'll be fine. All right, final story we have for you today. I mean, seriously, pretty sure we're overfeeding our kids anyway. You know kids in North Korea go more than six hours without having a snack. 
If it's good enough for North Korean children, it's good enough for American kids. That's what I say. All right, yes, final story we have for you today. Oh, this is a real short one. It comes from North Dakota. Uh, A Williston, North Dakota man, is accused of kicking in the front door of a house after his ex-co-worker did not reply to his Facebook friend request. This has happened to me before. We're like, I know someone like I I really like I've like, this is not just someone that I you know I've met on the internet or something it's someone that I actually know I've spoken to these people many times face to face and uh I noticed that we're not friends <laughs> like I go on Facebook and I say oh they, they have a profile I'll add them and I send a request and uh, typically what happens then is I forget about it because you know Facebook's interface is a little weird and sometimes stuff disappears right so like, you send this request and then, you know, days go by and other people are friend requesting you or, or whatever. And then, you know, a couple months down the road, I stumble upon like pending shit. And I'm like, that motherfucker never respond. He, like he's ignoring my friend. I know he's logged in in the past, you know, six months. This is my cousin. My cousin won't add me. You don't think it's going to be weird next time we have a family get together? All right, Caleb uh, Bursick, 29, pleaded not guilty to felony charges of burglary and terrorizing, <laughs> filed in Williams County District Court on Tuesday, December 29th. His attorney, Jeff Neering, declined comment. Police say the man started sending aggressive Facebook messages to his ex-co-worker on December 24th, right before Christmas, uh, according to an affidavit of probable cause. He threatened his co-worker's life. No wonder he didn't accept his request. Why would I want to be friends with you? Uh, and warned him that he was going to come at him if he did not accept his Facebook friend request. Accept my friend request or I'm going to murder you. Bershik wrote in a message to his co-worker. Police say he broke into the house of his ex-co-worker's father on December 26. Security footage shows a man kicking in the front door of the house. Investigators later identified the man as Burchek. The ex-co-worker later told police that he was scared for his and his family's well-being, according to the affidavit. I guess we have to wait for the plea or the court case for more information. Like, what? I, I, I would just, I would like a little backstory. Why is this guy so obsessed with the co-worker? Did the co-worker get this guy fired? Get him in trouble? Ruin a promotion? There's some backstory here. I wish journalists would do their goddamn job. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Let's blow through some voicemails here. See what you freaks have been up to. Uh, yes, caller. What's up? Hey, Sam. It's Cat Lady. Um, I keep wanting to call. Oh, happy New Year. I keep calling. You? I keep wanting to oh, call. By the way. I got to say thanks to Love Lady Cat Lady once again for another wonderful present. Uh, she got me a shirt, a Surge soda shirt. You know, I love soda pop, soda pop, uh, colas and stuff, especially discontinued and old. Uh, Surge, of course, was a 90s uh, kind of like a Mountain Dewish drink. Uh, and tell you uh, a story about like some Lindas I knew in rehab. Lindas. Because you're completely right. They're the fucking bitchiest fucking, like, how dare you? They're worse than Karens. Yes, it's a different kind of bitch cunt. Or maybe, you know what, like, Karens are, like, middle, middle-aged, but, like, Lindas are, like, in their 50s and 60s. Yes. And, and I know that 
Hey, I know you ran out of change, but it's the principle of the thing. I want my nickel. Like, ma'am, can you just take five pennies? No, I want a nickel. You know, like that. You know, sometimes I can't understand a word love lady, cat lady saying. And then other times she's like super clear audio wise and she's doing voices and characters and I can understand those too. Oh my God. This, I just accidentally tried to FaceTime you. I hope that didn't fuck things up. Well, there you go. Uh, love you, Tim. Um, bye. Yeah, again, happy new year, level 80 cat lady. Always a good Hello, friend. you fairy. This is your father, Audra. Did you know that white people smell like dogs and wings was on an episode of South Park? that it? Oh, forget to hang up. <laughs> or are you trying to play music? What have I told you about trying to play music over the phone? It never works. I'm guessing this is like uh, Christmas shoes or something. Yeah, okay. Well, good. nice attempt, I guess. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is Sideshow uh, member Qbert calling up here. Just Q-Bert. making my way through these last few shows of the year. Uh, of last year, I guess it was, uh, talking about that Hilaria Baldwin story, played the old-school Access Entertainment Hollywood yeah. sound clip, and I have been wanting to hear that for a while. Scott, uh, Scott, Ta- no, not Scott Taylor, Scott Fletcher, our old voice guy. I'm strange like that. Also, I think I had, uh, you know, you're a freak one moment, and that was when I was getting down to your shitty rendition of Taylor Dane. So, anyways... <laughs> No. Thanks for the memories from last year. Happy New Year. Taylor Dane, where the fuck did that bitch come from? You know, you know what I mean? Like, no one's heard from Taylor Dane in decades. I dig her up. Taylor Dane is going to have a, uh, a career resurgence now, thanks to me. I, I honestly don't. I mean, I remember singing the song, but I don't remember how I did it. Did I you try to use her voice? Let's see. I'm trying to find it here. Again, I'm guessing my singing is not one of the things you guys listen to Distorted View Daily for. That I've actually gotten emails about my singing, asking me to never, never do that. Here's the chorus. Look, I'm trying my best here. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm doing what I can. Uh, let's do one more voicemail. Hi, Tim. Hi, freaks. I can't believe I haven't called in about this yet. Um, this is Ziggo. Uh, the new season Hello. of BattleBots is happening right now. This is a reboot of the same BattleBots show from the early 2000s. That was like inexplicably aired on Comedy Central. Like it just did, it didn't seem like that was a good fit. You know what I mean? Uh, we're currently on the fourth episode, and I've been streaming hmm. every new episode on Discord every Friday, the day after it airs on TV, and where does it air now? Like, what cable channel does it air Me on? Me like six or seven other freaks watch it together. The stream oh. happens at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, uh, and 8 p.m. Central European time. Otherwise known as prime time. So that's every Friday. Yeah. The next one's going to be on the 8th of January. We're still in the qualifying round, so if you want to join without watching the older episodes, that should be no problem. Right. It is, without oh. a doubt, the greatest sport that mankind has ever created. <laughs> yeah. Even if you've never seen it before, I'm sure you're going to like I've, it. Like I said, I've seen the old 
battle bot show on Comedy Central. I bet you the, the bots are getting better now. I mean, it's been years and years since the old Comedy Central show. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to join you guys and watch that. If they ever make a like a battle bots video game, that would be kind of cool. Like, like build your own virtual fighting bot. You know what I mean? You can like upgrade it and stuff. That would be neat. Why don't people make cool shit? All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. My name is Tim Henson, the new face of raping small animals. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if your side show members. Otherwise, we'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This is Aunt Jane. I just love young hot cock. Mm, I enjoy playing with Brian, my hot stud nephew. Mm, I love sliding down his far pole. Oh. Do you want to be my boy? You want to play with Auntie? Come look, Auntie's hot wet pussy, baby. Oh, Auntie's waiting for you. Call Auntie, baby. I'm horny. I need young cock. Call me, baby. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.